Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to Welcome Home. It's a big day on Welcome Home. Not only are we hosting a podcast hop with two of our favorite podcasts, but we're talking about the most gracious holiday of the year, Thanksgiving. It's the season for hosting, family, great food, gratitude, and creating family traditions that will last a lifetime. Plus, it's seafood buffets versus turkey and stuffing, why the Westminster Dog Show is on Graham's must-see TV list, and the most confusing iTunes review we've had to date. There's a lot of unexpected talk about chicken fat. All that and more on today's episode of Welcome Home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome everyone to not only the Thanksgiving episode, which is a wonderful episode, but we are doing a podcast hop today on Welcome Home, which is humongo because we have two of the coolest shows you have probably, maybe some of you have even listened to before, but we are hopping around the Christmas tree with minimal Thanksgiving table. At the Thanksgiving table. We're, we're around the table. We're cozying up. Grim, why don't you explain what a podcast hop is? Because I don't know if people know what that is. It's a cool idea. So basically, Let's be honest. You didn't know what it was till I told you. Yeah, but we did one a long time ago. You should go we back. We need to figure that out. Um, we did. Who we hopped with. Um, it was during it was re- spring. It was, like it was a spring, spring theme podcast app. Well, long story short, basically, uh, well, I guess I'll just answer my question. It's when a couple podcasts get together and they each are doing their own show. They're each recording their own with just like normal, but we're all kind of doing the exact same topic. So then if you've liked what you heard here or you want to hear someone else's take on the topic, you can go and listen to another podcast that we've recommended for you and they are doing the same for us. So if we do have any new listeners who are joining us from Minimalish or We Turned Out Okay. Those are the two podcasts we're doing it with. Um, so We Turned Out Okay listeners and Minimalish listeners, welcome. Welcome to Welcome Home. Yeah, we're happy you're here. So thanks for listening. No, but this is fun. So Karen Lockkulp, she's actually a parenting expert. She helps people parent their children. And I think I love this little story from her site. She said, when our oldest Max was five weeks old, there came a frightening Monday when his dad, Ben, kissed us both goodbye, got in the car and went away to work for the whole day. Uh, Her mother-in-law had come and spent a week. Her parents had spent a week. Then her husband had been off for two weeks and then was working from home, but it all ended in the day, okay? So we remember that, like us with young children or parents of new moms, we remember the day when it's just you and the baby. And so she says, now it was just me, just me spending my first day here alone with this new being who could not hold his head up and who had barely begun to smile. I held him in my arms, waved goodbye to Ben and wondered, what were we going to do all day? That's when I learned the dirty secret of parenting. Spending time with kids can be terrifying. So, and I love that. I thought it's really cool. Um, Her show basically- You know what, can I just tell you, Graham, that same thing happened to me. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Like, oh God. Here's here's what happened to me though. I was, I was, I don't know what keeps feeding me. I'm so sorry. I was nine months pregnant and I was babysitting my nephew who was like two and his mom left. And then like we played with blocks for about five minutes and then he was bored and I was bored. And we're like- (laughs) Oh no, we have an hour and 55 minutes left. I don't know what to do. And then I'm like, oh no, I have 18 years left. And what if we have more kids? And I remember, I remember that like, uh uh-oh, I guess that's why there's nap time. Yeah. So that's a moment. That's for sure a moment in parenting. 
Yeah. And so Karen takes all this time and basically she answers questions from listeners and she just talks about basically balancing it all, but she has a really funny, unique spin on it and, you know, how to like spend time for herself and not feel guilty, but also just what to do with kids. And this time she's going to, the theme of our show is the best Thanksgiving ever. So Karen's going to answer that in her own unique voice. Okay. And and tell us about minimalish. Minimalish is super cool as well. And this is totally different. We think you'll like this show. Uh, Desiree Andres is um, the host of Minimalish and she's been super, super successful. And I think this is kind of a hot theme right now, kind of minimalizing. She, you know, she does it beautifully. She does it very well. She has a wildly popular show on iTunes and it's basically minimalism helped her get out of the cycle and the space to actually live the life she wanted to live. Um, she started showing others how to live with less, but not just physical less, but truly how to cast off the junk in your life in all aspects. And she talks about how to do that in all aspects of homemaking or just life or time spending. You know, it's not just a decluttering concept. It's just you, it's living an intentional life, but she's funny and she has a great perspective. So I would definitely recommend anyone turn over to Minimalish if you're looking for a fun new podcast. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Um, okay. So Graham, let's talk about our podcast for a minute because we have two new reviews that I feel like I need to share with you. <laughs> make me very happy. Okay. One is just a sweet five-star review saying so much fun, lots of good tips for hosting and housekeeping money and munches. Loving these ladies. That one just made me happy. It's nice. Who's that from? Give a that shout is out. from ZZ Money. Who are ZZ- I- <laughs> That's the thing. Entertaining so and educational ZZ Money. Thanks, Easy. I love that. That was really just that. Okay, that was that was sort of like when you're going to give someone bad news, how you have to start with good news. <laughs> just kidding. No, this one. Okay, very confusing to me because she did give us five stars. Okay, nice. Listen, goods. And I said she. I don't know. Maybe it's it's a dude. I don't know. From scratch, old fashioned question mark. Which I love when there's a question mark in a review. Like I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Listen, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's okay. like a listener who's confused but happy. We're not sure. I know, confused, pleasantly perplexed, we'll call it. Graham is hilarious, which I read this to my husband and he's like, why didn't they say Kirsten's hilarious? So I don't know if this is meant to be a knock to me or just a plus to you, Graham. But Graham is hilarious. I love that she doesn't listen to podcasts herself. I kind of think they should just be a conversational podcast. As we I do, do too. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't find the category for that. As I don't think the home focus has ever come across strongly, which fair, is fair. fine. Which is fine with me. Okay. I like that they are somewhat old fashioned, but they're like old ladies that wear pearls and have lots of money to spend on frivolous things. Okay. So I want to take issue. We don't have lots of money. We just choose to use all of our resources on frivolous things. Frivolous things. (laughs) You you nailed us though. You nailed us. Frivolous things. This is probably one of the most accurate reviews we've ever received. I don't know who you are. It's like housing, food, frivolous things. Yep. Um, And I wish they were more like sweet old ladies that weren't into having Christmas china, but made soup from scratch, could, chill a ch- could kill a chicken, and cross-stitch. That's all. What's I, this reviewer's name? That's all. That was this nice. Is good. I mean, I don't, I don't get it, but I like it. And by you the like way, I, I do make soup from scratch, and no one in my family will eat it. And if someone brings me a chicken, I'll kill it for you. I bet you like would. If, I would, I to- I would, you would absolutely. hesitate. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even think twice. I would do it. Just, but do you, just, do you make your own soup? Because I do, and no one will eat it. I make my own soup all the time. What's every the other time thing? What did she want? She I, wanted soup making. 
Yeah, but oh, I do okay. needle pointing or yeah, cross stitching. Yeah, we did a whole right? episode. Listen, goods, go check out um home home. Uh, no, what is it? What was the episode called? Uh, oh, Grand, with, millennial. Um, Grand Millennial. Grand Millennial. We talk. Yes. We talk all about needlepoint Grand Millennials. We're but I think, yeah. But I think I think you've just misunderstood us because. But you like us, so I'm not knocking you. I'm actually quite pleased with this review. That was but, a great um, review. But yeah, every time I get a rotisserie chicken, I I definitely make a soup. And then it stays in the fridge for a couple of days and then it goes to the freezer. And then six months later, I throw I'm it. I'm in a pickle, actually. I used, we got a rotisserie chicken the other day and it kills me. Like, I hate wasting because my kids just eat, like, they're, you know, they just eat kind of the breast and like a little bit. And I feel like there's all this meat. Your kids so don't, eat the, don't eat the drumsticks? Well, they eat the drumsticks, but like they don't eat like the gristly part underneath. You know, yeah. you know, like the part that's on the underside that kind of sits in the water of the rotisserie chicken that you never know. I feel like that's the part I always get stuck eating. You know, Ew, like when that's you, for the when dog. You, well, I don't have a dog, so <laughs> I feel like I get like you know the part that kind of sits in the broth. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm supposed to eat. So then I always make it. So see, we're showing you. I make stock with it. So I made stock the other day, and I like was so excited, and I had a. But big what do you bowl do with it, it besides throw it away? Really good question. That's what I'm getting at. So I had this lovely bowl while it was hot. Like I had some chicken pieces in it. I like ate it. I wasn't feeling good. I like felt healed, right? And then I put it in a Tupperware and I put it in the fridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. It turned so hard. Like it's just basically a gelatinous mess. Oh, well, that's stage one. Well, then, okay. So what should I do? So so you've got right now. So what you were describing right now is you have a Tupperware and there's like yellow on the bottom and white hard on the top. Yeah, it's just like it. It looks like um, that's jello, called basically. yes, that's called um, schmaltz. That is what you use for your um, oh, what do you want to eat? Remember that? That's what you use to make your um, I think matzo balls. Oh, okay. yeah, that's chicken fat. That's the fat. So what you can do is you can either take that off and it's um, you just toss it and you have a very light broth. Or I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. What no, is but it? should I reconstitute it? That's my question. Like, do I put that in a saucepan, heat it up and add more water? Because theoretically, the other day when I was eating it in its hot form, I was basically just eating a big bowl of chicken fat. Wait, hold on. What's chicken fat called? Hold um, on. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Chicken fat. Schmaltz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're so smart. Yeah, See, so people don't it, give us schmaltz, credit. also sp- smalls or schmalls, is rendered clarified chicken or goose fat. I apologize, Graham. I forgot about the goose fat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's used for frying as a spread on bread in Central European cuisine in the United States, particularly identified with the Ashkenazi Ash Ashkenazi Jewish cuisine. You know, I can't say yeah, words that have more than two syllables. Anyway, yeah, so that's, a de- that's the deal. So you so- use it for like... Now you've got spreading um, it on a baguette. I guess I don't know what you do with it because then you then you can go and look at all the recipes for how to render chicken fats. Yeah, no, no, no. You're we're good. This is okay. But I basically have been eating a big bowl of chicken fat for the past (laughs) few days. (laughs) That's the problem. You know, it's like when you see your food when it gets cold and you're like, oh, I didn't realize that's what I was eating. Like, you know, when McDonald's (laughs) French fries sit out for so long and they turn into like a whole different dish, and you're like, but they were so good when they were hot and like crispy, and now they're very scary and sad looking. Yes, like I just made a bunch of meatballs and I froze them because you know why? I made meatballs because I was at your house and you. guys were all eating meatballs and you gave those meatballs to Caroline and you were like, I make the best meatballs. And I was like, I haven't I made do meatballs, make meatballs in a decade. So I have real but, Italian meatballs. They were delightful. 
well, here's the problem though. I made a ton. I froze them, and yes, exactly what you're talking about. There, was, there's just like these flat, these little fat flakes. Okay, we're off topic, and we have a lot of new. We're off topic, but I do want to just bring up the fact to listen, goods, that we do talk about old lady stuff. Like we just talked about chicken fat for five minutes. Okay, there you go. We're, there you go. We're old. Thanksgiving. This is the yes. best Thanksgiving ever, and we challenge all of our new listeners to really enjoy your best Thanksgiving. So let's start out. Let's kind of okay. Wait, can we have a side note again? Urgh, I keep getting mixed with the side notes. <laughs> Good housekeeping is on a roll, Kirsten, like literally on a roll. I think they must have redone the whole magazine because, you know, obviously I think we have all written off good housekeeping as, you know, a throwback to a bygone era. Like nobody's No offense, it. good housekeeping. No, no. Well, I mean, I think let's be honest, like it suffered for a while. I no, you know what? I love in- the good housekeeping seal of approval. I look for that on products. When they put their seal of approval on it, that is like endorsement. Yeah, but I mean, that's amazing. That's like a thing. I mean, that was, that's one of their, um, the things that they're doing that actually works. Like, I think the magazine suffered for a while. It was like Playboy for, I was reading this whole art. So we're really going down a rabbit hole now. I read this whole article about Playboy yesterday. What's beeping? Um, <laughs> all right. Thanksgiving. No, wait, what about Playboy? You can't, you can't set it up like that. Then forget Well, basically talk. they were saying like, you know, the empire started and the magazine was so good and the magazine was hot. But then what really happened was in the, in the heyday of when things were going really well, that he, fran- that Hugh Hefner franchised it so beautifully and he was able to make it into, you know, like I even think he had an airline at some point and, you know, he had all the clubs and he had, um, you know, whatever it was, but that, the magazine, while the magazine was even suffering, some of his spinoffs were doing well. And what I'm saying, my analogy was that the Good Housekeeping seal of approval, even though the magazine, I think, had suffered for a while, still, um, you know, always had the cachet of the seal of approval because that never diminished. But what I'm saying is that Good Housekeeping is back. So a lot of the tips today that we're going to give, we're going to go through some new traditions, comes from an article from Good Housekeeping. Okay, and but I was, also, also though, I do huh. want to go back to um, the Talbots issue, which did Talbots get cuter or did we get older? Did Good Housekeeping make a comeback ramp or all of a sudden is it become relevant because we're getting old? We're going to let our listeners decide. So basically, Kirsten and I are going to chit chat a little bit about some things we think makes Thanksgiving amazing. And then I'm going to go through this list, which I think is really cool, of unique traditions to get started on for Thanksgiving that will give you all some new ideas um, for your Thanksgiving game. Okay, Thanksgiving. This is Graham's favorite holiday. They're all pretty good. Although although we know we just came off Halloween, which is... Also, her favorite, favorite holiday. holiday. Yeah, I don't okay. like St. Patrick's Day. Although, I, what? Yeah, you you always you always say that when I bring up the fact of how much you love Thanksgiving. You're like, but I don't like St. Patrick's Day. Like, you're allowed like to, to like hedge. them. You're allowed to like them. <laughs> I, and I actually feel like it's kind of prejudiced to me that I don't like Thanksgiving. Or, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, which I'm not prejudiced in any way, shape, or form. But you I feel hate badly the saying Irish. That, no, but I don't have any <laughs> Irish heritage, so that doesn't seem appropriate that I don't care for the holiday. But at the same point in time, I've just never really felt a connection to it. Okay. I feel okay. badly that I don't like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's the problem. Have you ever been to Ireland? No, I'd love to go. I really would. Oh, well, they don't want you. Yeah. They know how you feel. <laughs> What are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? Uh, this year we're going to Telluride. Oh, that's nice. Okay, you go there a lot. Um, we're well, wheels we, up as well. Yeah, so Telluride has a free ski day on Wednesday, or it's a donation day, and that raises money for their adaptive ski program. And we're it's going. like pay what you weigh day. We used <laughs> to have this place. Day. Remember, <laughs> we used to have this place by our house called like the Ground Round, and you could go there, and it was penny a pound day. Which honestly, like, would you ever do that now? You'd get there was this huge scale in the reception desk. 
and you'd get on, you'd step on, and you had to pay. Like, you paid for your meal based on how much you weighed. Oh, I loved Penny a Pound Day. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. That was yeah. how much you paid for your kid's meal. That's yeah, and so I don't know fun. why I told you what the price of the lift ticket was. <laughs> David, it's, it's like a tradition. It's the first day the mountain opens is, is the true. Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That's like really the day fun. before. Yeah. So we're going to go, we're going to ski for a couple of days and then come home. But here's my dilemma. Cause I don't usually travel on Thanksgiving. We've done this like once before, but maybe twice before. But when you come home, do you want to come home on Saturday or Sunday? Cause I feel like you should max it out. But at the same time, I kind of want to get my decorating on because you know, Christmas is my holiday. Oh yeah. Overall. And also like your Black Friday shopping. I am huge. I have gone gangbusters. Like I don't buy anything the entire year. I wait for Cyber Monday and Black Friday. Like Yeah. Cyber Monday is taking away the Black Friday lure for me. And also I'm not organized. Maybe this should be, maybe this should be my goals this year to finally be organized and do Black Friday shopping. Yeah. Make a big list and get your stuff. Oh, I've, Check I've been twice. saving up all year long for Black Friday. I'm ready. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be so strong out of the gate this year. But, but between Cyber Monday and Prime Day, Meh. What's Prime Day? I don't even know what that. What's Prime Day? Prime Day That's is like a day in July where they have like the Prime deals. It's Amazon's oh, version of Black Friday. Oh, I thought they did that as well on Cyber Monday. Yeah, they there's... do that too. I'm just okay, saying, so like, there's, two. there's there's lots of times to shop. There, yeah, I know it's kind of diminished. There's lots of time to shop these days. Same with like Halloween. We just got off of like nobody even cares about candy anymore. What? except for me. My kids didn't care as much. Like they wanted, my kids, it was such a beautiful, joyful moment. They came to me because, you know, I feel like these days you can just run from house to house. Every, you always go to the streets where you know people are going to be and there's like a festival or something mm-hmm. and everyone's like standing out on their front porch with their bag of candy. My Both of my boys looked up at me and they said, it shows that I've been telling my Halloween lore for a while. They said, mom, we want to trick or treat the way you used to trick or treat where you didn't know if someone was going to be home. And I'm like, bless you boys. My work mm. here is done. I can, mm. I can go now. So we took them to a dark random street or not a dark, just a street that wasn't having like a big party or whatever. <laughs> we took them out of safety. Maybe yeah. there'll be razor blades in these, in these candies kids. We don't know. We but don't I know. said, you know what kids go for it. Like go, does this look like an old person lives here? It doesn't matter. Like go up, see if they're home. Maybe they'll give you one piece of candy. Maybe you'll ring a bell. Maybe you'll wait for 30 seconds. Heaven forbid. Maybe no one will be home. Like take your do people, do people in Alabama, go out in front of the house I'm like that's what I'm saying they go out in front of the house they make it so easy I know you're right it's okay. like anyway just like Graham, Graham what are we doing we can't keep talking about Halloween Thanksgiving Great. okay best Thanksgiving ever hey guys we're gonna take a quick little break to tell you about a sponsor that I don't just love I love saying the name Sizzlefish It sounds like one of those restaurants that you're like, hey, yeah, meet me. Let's get a table for four at Sizzlefish. Sizzlefish. Um, it sounds like a trendy. It's not. It's not a restaurant, guys. What it is. It's, it's not a, a brick and mortar. It's, it's the opposite of a restaurant. It's, it's making your home into a restaurant with pure, natural seafood delivered straight to your door. You guys, this was one of the best sponsors. I love sponsors where we get food because I feel like I've gone out and hunted it and killed it and brought it back and put it on the table with oh. my <laughs> When a box shows up on our doorstep, our children are like, whoa, mom, you're cool. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's amazing. So everything Sizzlefish does is top quality. It's responsibly sourced. The shipping is fast and free and the prices are extremely reasonable. They have a ridiculous variety, basically a fresh frozen fish that comes to you. So yes. anything from sea bass to salmon, shrimp to calamari. Yeah, we got to try it. We had, I tried the halibut already. I think I actually- Just made for the halibut. Ah! 
Um, oh, can I also say what I loved about it? Y'all, they're, y'all, they're frozen yeah. um, individually. And I really like that. Yeah, serving size. So it's like pre-portioned. I mean, I think most of us aren't eating as much seafood as we should be. 90% um, of Americans aren't eating as enough seafood as they should be. Yeah, we have a cool deal. And I think the best thing is, is if you're looking for a holiday gift, um, it's kind oh, of yeah, fun, yeah. like send some frozen. Oh, wait, the biggest, the biggest benefit, it came with dry ice. So I got to oh, put it in was... the sink yes. and um, like pretend that I was a witch washing dishes. That's right. It was like two days after Halloween when it came. Okay. Anyway, guys, we will save you 10% off your first order. Go to sizzlefish.com and use the discount code home. Again, it's just home so easy and you will get 10% off your first order. It's sizzlefish.com. And what Graham was specifically talking about was the wild fish favorites gift pack. That would actually be a really fun holiday gift. So think about that. Thanks sizzlefish for our delicious dinner and the sponsorship. Okay. I want to know, so we're going to DC. We're traveling this year, which I think is fun. Um, Why I are you going like to DC? Saying- just for fun because the kids really, if you think about it, like we don't have that much family here. I mean, we have my husband's parents and family, but other than that, it's, and we see them a decent amount so we can have a nice meal with them any old day. And then for Thanksgiving, we'll, you know, get like five day vacation. You love to travel. Okay. But, but so it's just you guys going to Thanksgiving by yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, his brother, my husband's brother's up there, so we'll see them for the main meal, but that's not like, we're just going to basically check out the city. And but you'll eat and dinner fun. at their house. We will eat dinner with them. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be fun. That'll be nice. We're looking forward okay. to that. Okay. Um, questions. Let's yes. get to the bottom of this. What in your mind must be present at your Thanksgiving feast? Like what's your one thing that if it's not on the table, you would go nuts for? Seafood. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not a Thanksgiving person. Okay. I, well, we're going to go off outline here because I have very controversial thoughts about Thanksgiving. Okay, go for it. I feel like I don't want to be negative, but I just well, don't get the whole holiday. I mean, I get, what? I get, the, I get like, okay, I get gratitude. I think gratitude is super important. I get like the historical origin of it. Okay. Love that. But what I, I, one, the color scheme like doesn't work for me. I don't like those colors per se on my oh, table. Oh, the autumnal colors. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, I like autumn in nature, but I don't necessarily like, it just doesn't work with my decor. So I always feel like I'm letting everybody down with my lack of decorations. And then like, it's very seashelly and pink in my house. Like it, it just, like I throw in all these fall leaves and it's very confusing. But I think I finally overcome that by bringing in some whites and some like olive greens can you mm-hmm. picture that? Like with some golds and tans. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, that I've gone. color scheme. I do. Okay. So I kind of have fixed the problem with that because I've done like a magnolia thing. That's helped out a lot. But really, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm, 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 no, I'm, this is fascinating. I'm stalling for time because I'm scared to tell you what I'm really going to tell you, which is there is not one piece of food on the traditional Thanksgiving dinner that appeals to me. There's, and it's a whole holiday based on like, unbutton your pants, gobble till you wobble. And I'm like, do I have to eat any of this? Like, I cannot stand turkey. I, I don't mind like a turkey sandwich, but like- Listeners, new listeners, I apologize for my co-host. I'm so like, sorry. I find so the sorry. entire meal to be repulsive. Like sweet potatoes, I do not like, which is a bummer because they're in like every good, like, um, you know, vegan Buddha bowl thing. Like, and I, I just don't love sweet potatoes because I don't like anything sweet. I can't stand sweet potatoes. What else do? Mashed potatoes, cannot stand. Gravy, oh do not, well, gravy, I like until I really just realize that all gravy is, is fat. And I'm like, or like the bowl of chicken that I've been eating for the past week. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, why not eat that? Um, so I, don't like, gr- I don't like turkey. I don't like cranberries. I don't oh like, God. 
I mean, stuffing is like, it's fine, but I'd rather, it's like high caloric. I'd rather waste my calories elsewhere. So yeah. So I just don't like anything on the Thanksgiving table. Green beans. Yeah. I like them raw in like a really good bowl maybe, but I don't care for them like as a casserole. Oh, Um, this is so painful. What else is at a Thanksgiving dinner? Like there's nothing on the table I like. And so the whole point of this holiday is like, let's see how much we can eat of this disgusting food. And so Oh, Kirsten, <laughs> guys, we're, we're dropping like flies. I on know, the I know. I told you, here. I was scared to this, say it, but I you, feel like. But you know what? I think I love, you for like, your I candor. love the pilgrims. I love, like, you know. Love the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> How often are you associating with pilgrims? I mean, what the what? I mean, they went through a lot. I don't. I always I, love that book. Oh, I love it all. See, and here's the opposite. So, see, you get, you get both aspects listening to the show. I try to make it my goal in the month of November to eat as many Thanksgiving meals as humanly possible. Like I'll make a circle around Boston market and see what they're serving up. I will buy extra. I'll do Thanksgiving sandwiches for dinner, multiple nights. I'll cook the meal as much as possible. I make, okay, so I'm going to answer the question now for me because clearly you're letting nothing goes down. Um, I make this amazing casserole that it's going to sound so disgusting. And it, I think and it is, about it on the I'm show. sure. It looks like vomit. Like that's the worst part. It's like, I actually like casseroles that look so unappetizing. You don't want to put them in your mouth. Like that's what I go Lots for. Lots of fried onions on there. Oh yeah. Like open a can of French's and just pour it all over. I mean, stick a butter, some poppy seeds on top. Um, no, but I make this casserole. We'll put it up on the show notes. It's called corn and bean casserole. And it is just like you're, you're opening cans like you are getting niblets of things. Like there's lots of corn niblets. There's, um, oh, corn sour cream I buy in bulk. I mean, it's a Cheez-Its. There's Cheez-Its on this casserole. Like would you, Sliver- okay. This casserole <laughs> is to die for. To, I dare you. I double toucan dare you. To, I dare everyone listening to the show. I'm going to put this recipe out there. It's the corn and bean casserole. Do not let me forget, Kirsten. We're going to put it up. I want you guys to make this casserole. You will be a holiday rock star. And also it takes T minus 15 minutes to put this thing together. Hey, and by the way, I know I am in the minority here. I, I knew these views would not be popular, but I just, I had to share my truth, Graham. I just, yeah, don't lie. Don't cover it up. We're a pretty honest show. Okay. okay. Well, here's well, the other thing I do want to just also say, because this is part of, you know, this is part of my story, Graham, but, um, I, I, we grew up, I, we didn't have a lot of family in Phoenix. It was just pretty much my immediate family of four and people Uh would occasionally visit us because it was such a lovely time of year here. And, um, we would go to this resort by our house and they would do a beautiful Thanksgiving spread. And, um, and it's like lovely. You're eating outside. You're in these beautiful grounds, you know, um, but it would be like a giant buffet. And so Mm -hmm. there was always like a pasta station and a seafood station. And so like I grew up having amazing Thanksgiving dinners. You ate like your things. No wonder you're like, you ate at a hotel with your little tiny small family. (laughs) Guys, feel sad for Kirsten, honestly. Like that's, and she grew up in Arizona. Like she grew up in a hot town with a seafood buffet, eating at a local (laughs) hotel. Like we all should be crying. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, Kirsten. That sounds tragic. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But it worked for me. I grew up. My dad's a vegan. Tofurky is weird. Like, that's a weird Thanksgiving. Someone needs to take you under their wing and bring you in and show no, you. I've been to real proper Thanksgiving. Thanksgivings, but it's just like Tofurky in the, the resort. But it's not in your soul because you didn't grow up with it. Like, it's not in my soul. It's not yard. in my soul. Exactly. Okay. 
And see, my dad was one of four children and my grandmother loved to host and have people in her house. And so I remember, I have these great memories of just, I mean, 30, 40 people in the house, you know, cousins running everywhere, like food, just everyone cooking and just like fall colors. And oh, it's just a great, it was a great day. Although I never had to do any of the work, let's be honest. Back then I was just like yeah. running around as a child, but it was a good memory. I remember that that's my best Thanksgiving memory was being at my grandma's house. Gotcha. And I was really excited for Thanksgiving. This is going to make me sound just terrible, but I was so excited. Like two Thanksgivings ago, we went to um, Grand Cayman and we went to this restaurant for Thanksgiving dinner. And I was like, yes, I'm finally going to get my seafood Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and we had pre-ordered the Thanksgiving special for the whole table. And I was at a seafood restaurant at the beach and I had to eat turkey and I was in the worst mood. <laughs> And everyone's like, you. isn't it so great that we still get a proper Thanksgiving dinner? And I was like, oh, I found my, I found my loophole and it was stolen from me. Oh my gosh. So we snuck away a couple years ago and went just the four of us to a little hotel like nearby. It was somewhere in Georgia. Um, and we had Thanksgiving, just the four of us at a restaurant. And honestly, I kind of wanted to just like cry. It was very weird. You know what? I had strangers. It, I've had them at a couple buffet. restaurants where it does feel like depressing. It's I, I get what you're saying. It can feel really depressing to be at a restaurant. If you're at like a beautiful out, it'd be outdoor with the sunshine. Like it worked. It worked as a child. But yes, we have had a few where it was like, oh, this is sad. If everyone's so, having fun, that's the thing. You need people just to look like they're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like good housekeeping help us because I think we're in a rut. <laughs> Okay. No, but here's some of my advice. Okay. Um, these are a few things. Since, since I, you are an expert. I do have a few pieces. One is the greatest night to go out of the year is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It is Wait, the number one. Wait, do you still think it is? Or do you think you're remembering like coming back from college? I definitely remember coming back from college, but I still think it is like, there's so much energy the, the night before Thanksgiving. Like even to this day, I'll go out the night before Thanksgiving just to like watch people be out and about. I feel like you see so many good like reunions of people getting together and everyone's home and nobody has anything to do the next day except just laze around and eat a big meal. And so it's See, so I, no, no, no. I'm going to disagree with you. I used to feel that way, but now it's kind of like the Talbots thing again. Like I've got so much to do the next day. It's Thanksgiving. You know, I think that is like, that is like the, the leisurely youth sitting around. You're right. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, are right. you I mean, hosting Thanksgiving? Cause I think if you were hosting Thanksgiving, you would be feeling like more of the stress of it. You're right. That's fair. That's fair. It's sad. Okay. It's sad. I, uh, well, I like I'll tell where you you're one going. thing that's taken, I'll take, tell you something that's taken the stress out of Thanksgiving of making it for a large group. If you're doing like lots of Thanksgiving parties is giving up. I know this is going to sound like sacrilege, not making the turkey. Um, no, that sounds crazy for me. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like everyone feels like they have to make the turkey. And the truth is to do Thanksgiving, there's so many side dishes that are so important and they take a long time, blah, blah, blah. What I finally realized one year is like turkey kind of tastes like turkey. Like mm -hmm. no, unless you have someone who wants to like put it in the fryer outside, you know, you have guys who are really interested in doing it. What happens is it takes up the biggest section of your oven. So it makes you like a nightmare person trying to have to time heating all the other stuff. And like, it's just not a bang for your buck. Like, I think we should all be outsourcing outsourcing cooking. And I make a good bird. Like that is an easy thing for me to cook. It's not a hard thing to do. But what I thought about it was like cleaning that giant pot, like making sure the turkey's defrosted in time, like the labor man hours and attention spent on making the turkey. As soon as I took it off, the meal just like fell into place in two seconds. Like I could whip that meal together in 20 minutes if I needed to. I hosted where I, did, where I cooked and I actually 
prepared Thanksgiving dinner for the first time this Thanksgiving, this last one. So 2000, whatever that was, 18. Um, and we did, there's a gourmet grocery store here and they did a catering thing. And just to make it relevant to our listeners who aren't obviously at a, you know, in Phoenix, but there's, I went on the Whole Foods website. You can get a whole turkey breast dinner, which it looks like it's like stuffing, mashed potatoes, the green beans, the, uh, the cranberry and the turkey. And you can like, get the whole thing made. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can, I know, but you don't want to do that. No, that's what I did. Yes, that's what I did. It was awesome. You and I, and I still... <laughs> you got all your stuff from home. What is your deal? I got all my You're, stuff from AJ's. I'm it stripping was you of your credentials. Are you serious? No, it was, it was the best. No, and, no, no. And trust me, I am not the only one. I ran into so many people there. Just picking up their know. Thanksgiving dinners. Yes, tons of people. I'm so no, no, no. Like, check, your go- check your local gourmet grocery store. Like go to like the one that you would like, the one that you go to like only to buy like wine and a gift for someone like that one. Or like a go good the- piece of cheese. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your good piece of cheese grocery store. Go to that one and ask them about it. And then there are other people have used like their clubs. Like people have used mm-hmm. like different things like that. And uh, mm-hmm. you can get Thanksgiving dinner made. There is something to be taking, taking a few things out of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, you know make- a few or all, like whatever. Because like you I still have, have appetizers. Home. I mean, no, if you, no, here's the deal. If you enjoy the cooking and that's part of the fun, then absolutely do it if that's part of your memory. But I'm just saying it doesn't need to be, you don't have to be me. You don't have to be an extremist who doesn't like the food, but you mm-hmm. could, you could like the food and just still, you know, and like, like the experience and you'll still have plenty of dishes with the china and the silver and, you know, you'll still have plenty to do and you'll still have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. That's a good You know, point. like I had to move things into the serving containers. On that note, we hope everyone's still listening to our show and has not tuned out the best Thanksgiving ever. I mean, literally, Kirsten, you know that's the title of this podcast swap, the best Thanksgiving ever. I feel like half these people are going to want to throw themselves off a Thanksgiving cliff. Let's take a break and listen to our sponsors, people who have paid to have airtime on this darling show. All right, guys, it's time to start thinking about holiday gifts. And you know we are crazy for Aura Frames, so we want it to be top of mind again. We're giving 15% off for anyone who listens to the podcast. If you have not heard us talk about Aura Frames before, our favorite digital frame ever, they're these gorgeous, gorgeous frames. They hold an unlimited number of pictures. The cool part about them is that you can send pictures immediately from your phone to your frame directly from anywhere in the world. And the other thing is that you can invite people. Like if you have, let's say, your mother-in-law, you and she has a frame, you can send pictures from your phone directly to your mother-in-law's frame that's sitting in her house. So we've partnered with Aura again. They have a new collection of frames that start at $199 and you'll get 15% off for um, anyone who listens to the podcast. And just all you have to do is use the code welcome home at checkout or go to auraframes.com forward slash welcome home and you'll already get your 15% discount. They also have this new thing called Aura Analog. And this is so crazy. This is a $7.99 subscription. And what it does is it basically turns your five favorite photos into physical prints and it's delivered straight to whoever you want's door printed on high quality cardstock that they can hold in their hand. And with this three month subscription, you get a frame that's also a storage box. It's, it's a really cool concept. It's a little bit hard to explain. My husband has a grandmother alive. Like that would be perfect for her. Five pictures yeah. a month, like printed out. And it comes out with a personalized like- note that you can put on there. Anyway, you guys will save another 15% off of the um, subscription, which again is only $7.99 a month to like print out those those five by seven high quality frames and send them. So uh, the frame will actually then hold a year's worth of photos. 
So you kind of like can go through them. It's very cool. Anyhow, you'll want to go ahead and check it out at AuraFrames.com slash welcome home. Again, it's AuraFrames.com slash welcome homes and Aura is A-U-R-A. Thank you, AuraFrames. We've loved having you as a partner. We We also want to tell you about another fun sponsor we have, Stitch Fix Kids. Yes, we've partnered with Stitch Fix Kids. And when it comes to size, kids clothes are hard to get right. Stitch Fix Kids can help you find the perfect fit every single time. Um, When your kids look good, they feel good. And Stitch Fix Kids gives you the quality you can feel and style your child will love. If you don't know what it is, it's an online personal styling service that delivers kids clothes to your door, shoes, accessories directly to your door. They have every kind of style you could want, preppy to boho, even for boys. And what you do is the kids will take a style profile quiz and you'll have a personal stylist who sends like a hand-picked box of fun items for your children. So, so you can get started today at stitchfix.com slash kids slash welcome home to try Stitch Fix and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. And as a bonus, Stitch Fix will waive the $20 styling fee when you use when you use Welcome Home's special URL. So again, that URL is stitchfix.com slash kids slash welcome home um, to, to get that special bonus. Uh, kids, stitchfix.com slash kids slash welcome home. I know that's confusing. You can also go to our website, the Welcome Home Podcast. All we on the website. To all Is these it, things. All right. It's time to get back to the best Thanksgiving ever. You can keep <laughs> saying it like that, Graham. It is going to be the best one ever. And we're so excited to have our new listeners from Minimalish. And we turned out okay. <laughs> did we? I don't know if we did, Kirsten. And I'm now having more and more questions about you every day. I'm really bad about your little uh, help. Hey, no. <laughs> okay. This is cool, though. This is a list of 16 unique traditions to start. And I love this. Like some of these we kind of do. But what's interesting is like whenever I read one of these lists that actually surprises me, I think it's, it's really neat. So do you, I'm just going to go backwards. Actually, you know what? I didn't even put all 16 on here. I just put the ones that I thought were the best. Um, (laughs) so I, it's double curated for you. I called it. It's a curated list. Okay. Next question. Do you ever, if you're cooking the turkey that I just now advised everyone not to do themselves, (laughs) do you ever do something cool with your wishbone? I, no, I don't, you, but oh, I, I used to do that. I used to totally do that. My sister and I, cause there's only two of us. So it was easy to like split the wishbone with three children. It's harder, but yeah, we would, we would uh, save that wishbone. It was so disgusting. You'd put it on the sink and let it like dry out for the next oh, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm actually kicking myself cause I made that like weird thing of congealed chicken fat and I didn't save the wishbone. I didn't even, I didn't think about that. My mom used to, we used to, we're always popping wishbones. Yeah. As soon as my kids were old enough, I remember like washing it off and putting it on the sink to dry and like telling my kids, guess what we're going to do now? We're going to do the wishbone. And they were like, so disgusted. They're like, you saved that bone. Yeah, but a turkey wish- were, were weirder. Yeah, yeah we, we loved our wishbone. So do totally. something cool. Um, I thought this was kind of fun. Uh, turn on the dog show. You know, the Westminster dog show <laughs> is on, um, you know, we have this creepy college roommate who we also love. We're really good friends with. She's nuts for the dog show. She watches it every year. Which the one? Westminster dog show. The big dog show. No, so no, like, which roommate? Caroline. Oh, okay. Shocking. She like is crazy for the dog show. Um, and I, that was one of those things where I like didn't see that one coming. Um, but well, yeah. You've got to so, watch, watch Best in Show and then watch the actual dog show. Yeah, it's just, oh, well, so that leads me to number one on the list, binge watch some stuff. It's a great day for binge watching TV. You, but like, you're, you, forgive me for even asking this. I feel like I should know the answer, but your husband's not a big watch sports guy, right? 
I mean, you know, he watches it. He's not like he's not one of those where Saturday is sacrosanct. He won't leave the house. But yes, if there's a game on, it is on in the background. But he doesn't. He's not like overly distracted. The world doesn't have to stop because okay. are on. How about yeah? That? Okay, same. It's he's same. like the perfect man. No, <laughs> it really is. It really is perfect because it's like once again another thing they have in common. You guys, here's the weirdest thing. We were talking about this earlier today. Our husbands aren't friends. They're like it's so mad. <laughs> And yeah, we're like, you would really like him. And they're like, yeah, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see him sometime. We it's think like, they're no, identical. Guys, but like, they, they're like, identical. And we're like, you know, we're best friends. Like, do you, you want to just give it a try? Nope. It would be so easy. So Kirsten and I have this grand dream to take our husbands and like drop them off somewhere in the woods and drive away really quickly and make them do like a trust weekend. Because we know that if something like happened and they had to get together, that they would realize that they might too be soulmates. And ironically, like they would love a good ropes course. Like both of them would love being out in the woods, like with a ropes oh, yeah. course and some granola bars. Like yeah, some, like, yes. some, I mean, they're such adversity. Idiots. Yeah, they're really I can missing. say that about both of them. Yeah, okay. they're missing the boat. They're missing the boat. Um, anyhow, okay, go ahead, Graham, with your with Maybe maybe we should go on a Thanksgiving to get. Oh no, that won't work. That would be creepy. That would be creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Have the kids for the wishbone, Graham. I do want to take. Yeah, I will do a wishbone with you. I do want to take you on Thanksgiving. I feel like you've been mistreated on Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Have your kids set the table. I think that's sweet. How did that make my list? Actually, that's not as good as I thought. I like this one. Celebrate everyone. No, have your kids set the table is lovely. That's a great time to do it because that's probably when you're going to do like your proper fancy table with all the forks and stuff. So it's probably a good, it's probably a good learning table to that really is a good one. bring it home. Except if you're, if you can get over like, oh, don't touch the crystal. Like, oh, I don't want you to mess up with the crystal, you know, or the whatever. Mm-hmm. You've got to be very bold. You have to have competent children. Um, celebrate everyone's birthdays. I thought that was cool. Okay. That one was so weird. I don't understand what you mean. It's really smart. So I'd never thought about that before. Basically what they're saying is that people come in from all over and, you know, and usually like, for example, my brother just had his birthday last week and I like, you know, send him a nice text message. I may or may not have even called him. And the thought is, is that everyone's together on Thanksgiving. Mm. So just like actually do a little, like sing happy birthday to everyone. Interesting. I don't really care about my birthday that much. So I don't think I'd be as jazzed about it, but I think it's a nice concept. That's nice. Yes. I liked write a note to someone who's touched you over the past year, mail it on Black Friday. I think that's, so the concept, the way they had written it in the article was that at everyone's plate, you actually put a piece of stationery and an envelope. And let's say you have people from all over, you even put a stamp on it and you ask everyone at the meal to write a note to anyone. Like it could be a personal, you're not going to read it. Like someone who's just done something special for them in the year. And then you as the hostess collect those notes and you just make sure that they're dropped in the mail the next day. I think that's lovely. It's lovely. It's a little bit antisocial, but it's lovely. Yeah, it's a little antisocial. <laughs> now that we're all together, let's not talk to each other. Let's focus on writing a private note. But no, yeah. it's very sweet. I love the spirit of it for sure, for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Volunteer at a soup kitchen. Okay, mixed feelings on this one because I absolutely love it, but it's also like Thanksgiving is when they're like, no more volunteers, please. Like we like, please come at a random like, you know, Tuesday on February where we really need help. So it's also like maybe, maybe there'd be a way you could take that opportunity and like put it, find it, find five minutes where everyone has to get out their Google calendar and say like, this is a, this is a day we could do this where maybe they need more help. I told you that story of how like I lost a childhood friend due to volunteering at a soup kitchen, right? No. 
Oh, that. This is Wait, and just to be clear, I'm not saying don't volunteer to soup kitchen. I'm saying that's great. I'm just saying no, it's, you know, you get what I'm this, saying, right? This is going to sound, this might make me sound bad, but I'm just going to go for it. We had this soup kitchen on Long Island that was like somewhere, I don't know where, but I'll tell you, it was like, this is going to sound terrible. People were really, really, it was, it was a very <laughs> down and out. One of those, one of those Rudy Tooty soup kitchens. <laughs> it wasn't one of the better soup kitchens. <laughs> It was like real. It was real. I mean, I don't know. I think the government ran it. I mean, that's the nice thing. You know, <laughs> so I don't I, I don't like where the story's going. I don't like where the story's going either. I shouldn't have started, but now we've started, so it must go on. So it was like you were in it. I mean, but like people would stumble in, like they may or may not be like in the middle of like a crazy drug trip. I mean, it was just a very, very visceral experience. And I was young and my parents had us go a bunch. And I think we actually did volunteer on a few Thanksgivings. And one time I convinced this friend to go with me or my parents like asked, her, I think, I think it was like her parents were going through a divorce. And so they were like, Hey, your daughter can come with us. We're going to volunteer at the soup kitchen. Now this family was very fancy. And I don't think the daughter had ever seen like poverty before, you know, ever. Mm -hmm. And I remember that she was so traumatized by the experience that that was the last time I ever saw her. <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> It's a terrible story. It's a terrible story. It's a terrible story all around. The best Thanksgiving ever. Welcome, minimalists. And we turned out okay. All evidence to the contrary. There is no story. There's no redemption other than, I mean, man, and I remember to this day, it's why I don't eat Tabasco sauce because the soup kitchen smelled like Tabasco sauce. I can't articulate it, but like it was just such a heavy smell. Okay. <laughs> Number five, try a turkey trot. <laughs> I, I did a turkey trot. Those in need is it your thing? Like it's terrible. Go no, I like. I mean, I like the experience. Obviously, I'm not saying like I volunteer. You know, I volunteer. I oh no, Grandma's an amazing volunteer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love working at soup kitchens. This was just a rough soup kitchen. No, I. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like our church has an outreach to. Um, to an organization here locally that, that works with homeless families and you know it's all about it's you know these are children these are families like it's a very different scene than you know I, I get what you're saying like in New York um yeah like this was a like, yeah, yeah this was a men's only and, like yeah, hardcore like this was hardcore issues. soup kitchen it's real it's true Tar try a turkey trot so I always thought it'd be fun to do a 5k on Thanksgiving um <laughs> okay wait, so sorry try a turkey trot um trot trot um yes okay actually that was gonna be one of my things i love a turkey trot now i hesitate because you know those people who don't eat candy on halloween or like don't let their kids eat candy like they're just not my people you know like come on i think that a, a turkey trot sounds like you're really not fun but it really is fun it's such oh, they're a fun, fun way. people wear costumes right yeah like it's a fun way to start and i think also it's one of those things like you know when you did your homework on a friday afternoon and then you had all weekend to play like it felt good. Like that little bit, it's just enough discipline to really enjoy the rest. So I, I like having a turkey trot. I, I agree. You know what? You've inspired me. I'm going to sign up for one. Oh, there's so much fun. And there, there's, I mean, and I've done different ones too. I've done ones that are like a little bit more of a hardcore, like get exercise. And then I've done ones that are more of a family event. What is this beeping? I have 700 um, iPads in my closet. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Okay. Here's one that's going to be a little bit more controversial. The start with a big breakfast. Let's talk I don't about quite that. understand that. Yeah, I guess okay. it's, I'm not yeah. sure. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's like some people are saying, well, this is the thing. It comes down to the Thanksgiving dinner and whether it's truly a Thanksgiving dinner or if it's a Thanksgiving lunch. Oh, see, we start ours. Okay, hold on. We this is why it matters. Like three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's like the most hybrid time of the day. When do you eat? Or when does the buffet line open? <laughs> <laughs> or when does Apra ski end? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The, my my tradition is to not have too many traditions because I like the idea. See, this actually is very minimalicious of me. I like the idea to say minimalicious. <laughs> to say what works and what doesn't work. You know, I like mm-hmm. that. I like to say this year this works. This year this works. So yeah, but you take the old, embrace all these good things. I don't know. I'm going to try some of these. I think these are cool. Well, I all think right. the, the deal is you need a big breakfast if you're waiting to do it for dinner. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. While you're watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which ironically, I've never been to. Um, which, I know people who've been in the... That should be... That should be my mom cool. was in it. I think I've told you that my mom was in it. She I used did, to work for Macy's. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah I, she I, was I, a clown. <laughs> and she had to carry... No, no. She was a clown. Out, okay. And I turned out okay. We turned out okay. <laughs> no, she tells this story every year. She was a clown and she was walking with another one of her coworkers who was a clown and they had to carry like a hollowed out canoe while wearing suspenders. You know, like the canoe was attached mm-hmm. to them with the suspenders, but it rained that day of the parade. And so the canoe got very heavy. <laughs> that's, that's a Thanksgiving tragedy. It is. All right. Are we Here's done here? Yeah, you're very popular. Let's wrap this episode up. Um, we want to thank everyone for listening. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. It's a great day. It's a wonderful day. It is. Okay, you know what else is my one other Thanksgiving tradition? And this is a weird book because half the people half the people who read it cannot stand it. Half people love it. And I think it just depends. It's a very specific type of writing. But have you read Thousand Gifts? No. A Thousand Gifts? Mm-mm. Oh, I love it so much. Why can't I think of the author right now? Darn it. And Voskamp. Boom. Mm-hmm. It is such a lovely book. It's kind of a Christian book, but it's really just about this woman who, I mean, like I have nothing in common with her. She has eight children and she homeschools and she lives on a pig farm in Canada. And, mm-hmm. and yet like, I totally resonate with this book. It's so lovely. And it's just about her really, um, you know, they were in some economic situations and um, some ch- other challenges going on with just the pig farming industry. And she just kind of took this challenge and she had some, she had a horrible tragic um, event happen in her childhood. And she was just trying to kind of like change her outlook and be more positive. And so she took this challenge to write down 1000 gifts and just like 1000 things to be grateful for. And it's very, it's the big, huge things. And it's these tiny little things, but her writing is very unique. It's very like poetic. So um, anyway, I love, love that book. And it, on it that does, note, like, make me more grateful. We are so thankful for all of our listeners of Welcome Home. We wish you the most wonderful, joyous Thanksgiving. I hope that it's happy and calm and peaceful and gracious. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Welcome Home. We think you guys are the best. If you'd like to learn more about today's topic or any of the sponsor deals we mentioned, visit our website at thewelcomehomepodcast.com. Our sweet listeners tell us all the time that it feels like we're real life friends and not to be too mushy, but we feel the same about you. So why not go ahead and connect with us on Instagram? We're at the Welcome Home Podcast. Or if it's something super secret, feel free to send us an email at hello at the Welcome Home Podcast.com, especially if it's a secret about Kirsten. I'm the one who checks the email. It will stay between us. 
And as always, if you'd enjoyed today's episode of Welcome Home, please make sure you're subscribed. And also, if you have a few minutes, we'd just love for you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with your friends. Tell your friends. That's the hospitable thing to do. Thanks for listening to Welcome Home.